Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Mobile. Mobile. I'm not mobile anymore. I'm here. Welcome back to the show from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. My name is Mike. I am the host of the program. Uh, welcome welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, listen, last week, uh, first off, I have to thank Major Bill for sitting in the big chair for me while I was uh, mm, detained. Detained, uh, out, out of town, uh, you know, indisposed, uh, any number of terms. We'll get into that a little bit later in the program. Uh, but want to thank him. And again, welcome back. Uh, we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Uh, hey, uh, you know, I got some other guys that I do the show with here. Again, they all did a wonderful job last week of a uh, of a uh, you know stepping in, you know, stepping up to the plate, pinch hitting, helping out, doing 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 what had to be done, doing the right thing. And uh, one of those guys is the guy who sits here on my right, the uh, the right hand man. He's the uh, great 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 grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. And how are I'm, you doing? I'm in the mobile studios today. You're in the mobile studios today. How does this happen? Yeah. We, 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 keep, uh, we keep missing each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody's got to keep, uh, keep this industry moving. So. That's true. That's true. Earl is out there. If you, see, if you see Earl right now, he's got a truckload of rifles. He's moving up and down the interstate. And uh, I, I, what is it? Every five miles, you're giving one away for free in the loophole? It's on the Eiffel's Ray. Oh, that's it. I meant to say uh, uh, b- bang sticks. Uh. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> uh, well, sir, I, I know you're out there on the road driving. I, now there's a chance we might uh, might get you here in the studio today? It's going to be too uh, tight. Hopefully. Okay. Hopefully. I don't know. I'm, I'm still a pretty good ways out. I'm, uh, those, of us, those of our listeners that are familiar with uh, geography in Florida, I am south of Gainesville, but I'm still north of Ocala, and both of those are still about yeah. 60, 70 miles away from Orlando, yep. and I'm pedaling as fast as I can, but unfortunately, I, there is a limit. The, the good news, though, is it's downhill from there to here. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> you, you drop over it's that... a little bit easier. Yeah, over, over that 60, 70 miles, you drop at least like 10 feet in elevation, so it's, it's downhill. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I, I coached all, you know, on the, <laughs> Most of the way. <laughs> very funny, very funny. All right, well, we'll let you get back to doing that drive, and when you're free, you, you call up. If not, uh, we'll see you here, uh, and and, uh, uh, and if I don't see you today, I, I'm thanking you now for everything you did last week covering for me, so we'll do the same for you this week. Oh, yeah, we had a good time, good time. Love having Major Bill in the studio. He's good. He's good. Although my seat's a little bit lower than it normally is, I don't know what's up with that. I had to, had to <laughs> take care of that problem. I so it would have been a little bit higher. Oh, I'm. Like, you know what? Shorter than you. You're so. right. The seat was higher and the microphone was lower. That was the problem. That's, <laughs> That's it. it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And there's a lot of weird hand lotions here. I don't know what's that about, but. That's. I'm just gonna leave that alone. Just gonna leave that alone. It smells like lavender, I don't know. though. I'm, smells like lavender. I, I know nothing. <laughs> I know nothing. Uh, well, again, safe drive, sir, and we will. Uh, we will see you hopefully soon. Okay. Take care. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's the uh, that's the uh, the right hand man there. He's uh, he's a uh, he's detained at uh, at his other uh, other job at the moment. So we'll get him back in here soon. Uh, hey, on my left would normally be the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, maximum effort. Attorney Kevin Maxwell. And of course, you know, on the day that uh, that uh, Earl is out doing his job, uh, Kevin gets called away to do his job, you know, that lawyering thing. So when that lawyering thing happens, you know, he gets uh, he gets pulled away. So, you know, he gets gone and he has to do what he has to do. So that uh, that leaves you with me for the moment. You know, we may have some uh, we may have some guest callers coming in. We do have some callers scheduled for the program, regular scheduled callers to the program. But you get to. You get to sit here and dish with me for a little while. You get to hear my uh, my spiel without uh, without my cohorts, uh, you know, input next to me. So, I guess that just means everything I say I'm going to be right on because normally they're the ones that call me on it when I'm wrong. So, if you hear me stumble on a word, oh, listen not not the uh, not that everything I say is correct, uh, but my verbiage sometimes I, I mess up the words and and they call me on it. So that part, you you know, you're not gonna you're not gonna hear them be able to correct me on that. So. I'll need you to do that. Hey, if you do want to reach out to us, the best and the easiest way to do this while you're listening to the program is go to the Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash armsroomradio, and that we're taking a look at as we sit here. So if you want to, we could do this a little more interactive today. Uh, and, you know, and even from there, send a message through there, and, uh, you know, maybe we, maybe we give you the phone number. Maybe you get to call in and be on the air. We'll see how that goes. You know, we haven't done that in a while. So uh, we, uh, usually there's just too much info. There's just too much info to put out. When we get on the line with the phone, I will tell you right now, though, if we give you a phone number and say to call in and we're on a topic and we're talking about, you know, the legislation pending in Maine and your question is what ammo should I use in a 380? We're hanging up on you. Okay. We're just going to make fun of you and we're going to hang up on you. Okay. So we just got to stay, stay topic uh, driven and stay focus driven here and we'll get, we'll get to all that. If you do have those questions, they'll send them up. You know, maybe we can start the conversation like that though. So again, go to, go to facebook.com slash arms room radio and we could take a look at that. Um, I was uh, I was traveling last weekend. The guys, uh, the, you know, the guys uh, I was recovering for me. I thought I was going to be back in time. Was not able to be back in time. There was a lot of how should we say it again? Without uh, I didn't want to throw people under the bus, but we'll throw people under the bus. And um, let's just say that the airline I was flying rhymes with Frontier Airlines. So if you want to, uh, you want, if you want to be somewhere and get uh, and get be, be abandoned. Be screwed over, uh, be treated uh, poorly because you have a traveling with a firearm. Then travel Frontier Airlines. They're they're pretty good about that. Um, I do want to thank again uh, Wilderness, the Wilderness Wilderness Tactical. You guys have heard me talk about Wilderness Tactical. This is the first real time where I did a bunch of airline flights, a bunch of a bunch of hops with the Wilderness Tactical. Uh, I believe it's called their 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 Traveler's Belt, 
It's, it's your standard kind of tack belt. You know, it's a, what is it, inch and a half, inch and three quarter, maybe maybe even a two-inch belt. It's, it's the larger ones, like the your standard kind of uh, rappel belt, rigger belt uh, that you might see. It's, it's the same one for those military guys, the one that's being issued now, the larger belt, not the smaller, older older weave belt. So I have to get the measure on it. I, I think it's, it's an inch and three quarters, if I recall correctly. And it looks like a standard, you know, military belt, but the buckles on the front, that you loop the belt through are these hard, dense plastic stuff, polymer stuff, like uh, you know, like you would have in, in in your Glock or something like that. So when it's time to go through airport security, um, you don't have to take your belt off. You know, even if they tell you take your belt off, you don't have to take your belt off because there's no metal in this belt at all. It's all woven fibers and and plastics. So, and, and I wore this through, and I've done. Uh, I put uh, you know gun on it, uh, not not through airport security. But after getting elsewhere over the past month, two months now, I've been wearing the firearm attached to it. It's just, it's great. I, I've tried to break it, and, and I can't. Now, I haven't hit it with a hammer or anything like that, but I have taken the belt and, you know, slapped it on the floor, throw the, hit the buckles against the concrete, hit the against the tile, and they're good to go. So go over to uh, thewilderness.com, thewilderness.com, and you can get yourself one of these belts. Um, hey, we got more program coming up for you. Uh, don't expect Kevin to uh, wander in. Earl May. If not, we got more guests for you. So stick around. We got more program coming back for you after the break. Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. 
Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them it's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. <laughs> You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you'll like Boundary Oak Distillery. Go to BoundaryOakDistillery.com to learn more. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal, a cell phone, a pistol studios. This is the Boundary Oak Distillery segment of the program. If you happen to be, oh, let me see. If I, would, if I was you guys and I was in Kentucky uh, or Radcliffe, uh, Elizabethtown area, and I would say within 100 miles of that area, you've got to go. You've got to go. Even that's a few hundred miles. If you've got something to do, I'd put it off and go the hundred miles. If you're going out to do Bourbon Trail, if you're going to the uh, you know the major Bourbon Trail, you're going to the minor Bourbon Trail, you're going to the urban Bourbon Trail, whatever it is, you've got to go see our friends over at Boundary Oak Distillery. Again, uh, about uh, 15 minutes south of Fort Knox, which is about 45 minutes south of Louisville, uh, which is uh, roughly an hour and a half, two hours north of Nashville, I believe it is. Uh, you you got to go Boundary Oak Distillery. Check them out at uh, it's Boundary Oak Distillery. Um, hey, I want to talk to you about a story out of, uh, you know what, you know, hold on, before I even get to the story, I want to tell you a little bit more about the, about the trip. I'm going to give you a little bit more about my travels. One of the things I was doing, and I know you folks know this, I was out doing some Second Amendment promoting, doing all of that, talking gun stuff, doing gun stuff, doing some shooting, doing some, uh, doing some traveling, doing some talking about, about, uh, about what we do here on the program. And, uh, and it just kind of reminded me when listening to Mr. Alan Gottlieb from the Second Amendment Foundation talking to you about the rights, the difference between rights and wants and needs, and that the Second Amendment is a right. And I, and I came across a piece this week that I want to read you that tells you about, about rights. It goes into a little more detail about the Second Amendment. And this is not long. I just want to give this to you. And we'll post this up here on the Facebook page so you can take a look at it. For those of you who do not understand the meaning of rights, we need to make it clear once and for all. The Second Amendment does not apply to semi-auto rifles nor does it apply to bolt-action rifles, pistols, or revolvers. The Second Amendment restricts government. The technology of the firearm is irrelevant. 
the restrictions on government remain the same regardless of the firearm. The Second Amendment was not written to grant permission to citizens to own and bear firearms. It forbids government interference in the right to keep and bear arms, period. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. This also applies to other rights. They are not granted. They stipulate inherent rights that the government may not prohibit. It's a refreshing way to look at it. You know, rather than fighting for what we get to keep, we should be talking about the government's restriction on what they can take from us. And again, on the Second Amendment, that's everything when you read the Second Amendment. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. I don't know. Sometimes I feel pretty infringed. I see some things. Uh, I see some things coming down the lines, and uh, you know, it's 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 a uh, it's a lot of stuff. I want to I want to get into, and we'll talk about here shortly the uh, what's going on with the president's recent uh, statements towards red flag laws, uh, and we we will get into that. And you know what? We, we've got some, we've got a few moments. We'll delve into it. I don't have Earl here. I don't have Kevin here with me, so I can uh, I can go left or right without having to worry about them cat herding me back onto target. So <laughs> we could just jump right into it. The the president, uh, and we'll give you this this little insight, and we, were t- we told you about this right before the gun rights policy conference, so we're looking at just about a month ago now, we had, um, we had what we believed to be the, the White House was going to release their plan on a gun control issues. They were going to be talking about red flag laws, or we were talking about expanded background checks, or we were going to be talking about uh, um, uh, AR pistols uh, of, of, you know, we... we we were going to be getting all of that from them. Then, guess what they did? Guess what the guess what the right or guess what happened? The left went and did. The left went and started to do the impeach. We're going to impeach. We're going to impeach. And now the president had a plan. He had something set out. He had the he had the baseline for a plan set with them, set with the uh, with the with the Pelosi with her people. And then the impeachment came up. And Pelosi came back in. She had the nerve to come back in and said, well, we're still going to do what we, we were going to do with the gun control stuff, right? And he said, and you can imagine what he said. <laughs> you always hear about him talking about, you know, he throws a tantrum and gets people out of there. I want you to think about this guy, this New York City guy who's lived there his whole life. He tells these people, hey, you know what you can do? You can get your mm, and get a mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's exactly what happened. And that's why you've heard nothing on, you've heard nothing on gun control come out of the White House. Well, They've started to come back around again, and what we're seeing is, uh, what we're seeing is the implementation of mental health. Then we've got this from the Second Amendment Foundation. They put this down. Uh, Mr. Alan Gottlieb, you know him again. You hear him on here all the time. He uh, he talks to the White House once or twice a week. He's he's become their go-to guy since some of the uh, how do we say it inside baseball issues going on with the with uh, the, the National Rifle Association. So he's he's become uh, their kind of their number one guy to go get the feel and. It, he's no longer talking red flag. The president's no longer pushing red flag agenda. You remember before, you know, he, he had said, uh, you know, that's something that he's willing to explore. Well, now it's we're going to remove the whole aspect of removing firearms in the red flag law issues uh, for mental health. So it's not going to be red flag. What we're going to, what the president has said he's going to do is focus on mental health issues. Now that's all aspects of mental health, and I bet you. I bet you because you know you see how this guy operates, you see how the president works. I bet you that he's going to come at this first from the, the the soldier side, from the military side, the PTSD. Let's deal with that. This will be a benefit program. This could even be something that uh, you know makes the maybe gets the VA back on top again instead of becoming you know inst- you know you know pooped on by the VA as most veterans are. 
you know, if he can bring this back in, bring this back in as a benefit, let's start this right now. Let's bring this back and give this benefit to our soldiers, to our sailors, to our Marines, to our airmen, to our coasties, to whoever they happen to be. Let's get them involved. Now, then we expand that program. We expand that program to everybody else that needs mental health and not just needs mental health, but the proper reporting of mental health. And this has always been the issue with mental health, that if you happen to be the guy, and we saw this under the last administration, under the Obama administration, you happen to be the guy that goes to marriage counseling, you and your wife go to marriage counseling, well, boom, guess what? If that's a psychiatrist or a psychologist, you got reported for mental health, and now you're you're receiving mental health treatment, and now you're banned from getting a firearm. Yeah, absolutely happened. We saw with, uh, with those that elected to have their finances to have their finances assigned to you know an accountant or something, whether they happen to be uh, traveling around the world or you know out of the country or just you know they're not good with numbers and they assigned that over, that was taken as well they're not mentally capable of handling their own money, so they can't, they must be able must not be able to handle firearms. And you could see where that basis starts. You know if you get if you have somebody that's a dementia patient or something like that, and they don't have a family member and they sign it over to somebody else, then 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 obviously then obviously they. They, they turn that around to, well, okay, they, they can't have a firearm. They're not mentally capable. Well, yeah, yeah, except you, when you sign your, your, mentally, uh, uh, your, your paperwork over on your, on your mental status for, you know, just travel. You know, you give, your, you give a, a, a power of attorney, and then all of a sudden you can't guns. Is, is, I'm, I'm, Tom, is that right? We, gotta, we could call her on the line? It's this, this, this is Samantha. Samantha, are you with us? I am. Hi, Mike. Samantha, it's great to have you, folks. This is Samantha from um, from from Wilderness Tactical, the thewilderness.com. Um, Sam, I thank you for calling in. I, I guess you heard me. I was talking about your belt. I just got back from some uh, some travels around the world, and I did a bunch of different countries. And uh, not once did anybody ever ask to take me to take my belt off, which is not unusual. But um, nobody nobody asked me to take this belt off that I got from you. Right on. Yeah, it's kind of worth its weight. Once you're, once you don't have to take it off, that happens to me too, and it's, I don't know why it's so, it's such a relief to just keep walking. <laughs> it is, you know, I when you know you're going through the airports or I'm going through train stations, whatever it was, I did not have to, I didn't have to take this off, stand there like a dummy on the side, uh, and even when they said please take belts off and set them here, I didn't take it off because there's no metal in it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tell, we only got about a minute or two here. Tell me, tell me about this belt and and, and where and where people can get it because I want people to get this belt and everything else you have, but this belt's ridiculously good. Well, thank you. And um, the belt is still originally uh, a gun belt um, inside the waistband, holsters outside, but it doesn't have any of the metallic features that a lot of the other belts do, as, as well as other belts that we have. Um, so it becomes perfect for travel. It, it's amazing. Uh, as yeah. well as being able to head to the range once you get there. Yeah, it's a hard, it's a hard belt. You, you guys have your own material that you use, and it's reinforced. It's, it's a wonderful, like you said, it could be a duty belt or a concealment belt. Yeah, exactly. The, the uh, nylon is woven and dyed to our specs, so that's proprietary to us. Right. And uh, we've been building belts for uh, nearly 35 years now, so um, we're pretty good at it at this point. What's the retail on this belt? I believe the the mid range the five stitch frequent flyer belt is forty three ninety five. Forty three ninety five, folks, and it's and it's thewilderness.com? Thewilderness.com, yep, Phoenix, Arizona. Thewilderness.com, forty three ninety five mid range belt. This, folks, listen. If you travel, even if you don't travel, this is a perfect belt. I ditched the rigor belt I was wearing for years and years and years for this belt. Uh, Sam, oh, awesome. Sam awesome. thank you for listening. Thank you for calling in. And, folks, make, make sure you go visit Sam and see everything she's got at the wilderness. Thank you again, Sam. Thanks, Mike. 
You're listening to Arms Room Radio. Stick around. We'll be back after the break. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family-owned and operated GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag, visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Hey, this is the uh, the GunTech USA segment. Please reach out to our friends at GunTech USA. It's G-U-N. TECUSA.com for all your uh, all your accessory needs for your firearms, uh, for your ARs, for your for your AKs, for your shotguns. Uh, they've got everything out there, and uh, check them out. You can find out uh, where their dealers are, and uh, you can purchase from them. Hey, also thank uh, last segment uh, surprise caller. She heard me talking about her products there at uh, at uh, the Wilderness Tactical. So if you go to uh, thewilderness.com, thewilderness.com, you can see uh, you can see Sam and all of the products that they've got there. Thirty thirty plus year business. They've been making these. Uh, Incredible gear, so um, I'm I'm hooked. Well, you keep how many times you heard me talk about that belt? She gave me one belt. Now I keep talking about it all day long. It's uh, it's an amazing belt. Um, we do have another caller on the line with us. Let's let's go ahead and bring in uh, uh, Lauren Lauren Hartnett. She is a, a firearms instructor. She's the owner of Girls Got a Gun. She's a New York delegate for the DC Project, and she is a paramedic in New York City. A New York City. And Lauren, welcome to the program. Hey, how are you? Thanks for having me. No, no, it's it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Let me uh, let me get the people up to speed here. Um, you're we uh, we kind of started talking out there. I was talking again, I guess, at the gun rights policy conference, and uh, yeah. just just absolutely uh, amazed with the work you're doing there. And said, uh, well, listen, we got to we got to correct that. We got to we got to get you back uh, here, or we got to get you on the program here, so we can uh, help spread the message. So uh, we were finally able to make it happen, and uh, now it's a pleasure to have you on the program. Yes, no, it's definitely a pleasure to be here. I'm, I'm excited. I always love talking about what's going on and what, what's getting done, what needs to get done, most importantly. <laughs> yeah, right, especially where you are. There's a lot that needs to get done. So. Yes. <laughs> um, before, before we go into what needs to get done, tell me, though, about Girls Got a Gun. So a few years ago when I first started getting into the gun industry and really starting to figure out where I was headed or where I wanted to head, um, 
I realized that there wasn't a lot of information, especially in the New York City area. A lot there's so much misinformation. Right. So it's not even that there's no information. It's just all of it's wrong. <laughs> right. So <laughs> I started, I did start a website where I could kind of put my ideas and the research that I found and try to get out there and reach as many new shooters as I could. Right. So that's kind of how Girls Got a Gun started. And then I actually linked up with Robin Sanderville from A Girl and a yeah. Gun. Yeah. And started one of those chapters out in New York City, trying to get more women involved in shooting and try to collect, correct a lot of the misnomers that were going around with, can you own a gun in New York City? I heard that it's like $5 million to own right. a gun in New York right. City. Right. <laughs> so a lot of that was trying to dispel the rumors and the incorrect information that was being pushed forward. Um, and, and that's 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 wonderful. That's incredible that that's out there because, again, it's it's New York. And I can tell you, listen, I'm... That's that's where I'm from. I'm a, I'm a New York City kid, and uh, and everybody here gives me a gives me a hard time about it because I'm a, I'm I'm out of the state and I'm down here in Florida, and uh, it's kind of weird though. When I'm in Florida, they call me Mister New York. When I'm in New York, they call me the Florida kid. So I, I get that. <laughs> been been too long away uh, in in e- either place. Um, the, the even when I try to find statistics, you know, I've been we've been in the gun business, we've been in the in the media business here for years and years and years. Uh, finding anything about gun laws in New York City, it's almost as if it's a secret. You've got to go to an underground uh, cave. You've got to knock on the door. The troll's got to give you the password to find out what's the truth about New New York City gun statistics and procedures to even purchase a firearm, to, to get a concealed permit. I know the last thing that we can find here is that there's 2,000 permits, concealed weapons permits, in New York City. For, for a city of 10 million people, there's 2,000. That's the last we can find. Is Is that... Still accurate? Is there? Is there? Do you know any more? Is there any less? Is there? Is you know what? What are they? What's going on there? Well, so the process in general is, it nobody gets issued a concealed carry permit. A lot of what ends up happening is if you own a business and you can prove that you carry large sums of cash on you on a regular basis, that's what their justification is for issuing a concealed carry permit. Or unless you're an armed guard, in which you can only use it to and from work. Right. Or while you're at work. Um, so those statistics probably are pretty accurate still because there's not, they won't issue them to the normal civilian. Right. Um, regardless of the amount of work that I do and regardless of how well trained I am, I still can't even get one. I get laughed at whenever it gets brought up, even, even to the licensing bureau. So it, it's absolutely ridiculous. It's just, it is. It, and it, you know what? It's, for a city that, that claims it's progressive and, and that that pushes forward and says how, you know, money is in the wrong hands, like, well, you enable it. Right. You know, you're, right. you're essentially telling me that money is more important to protect than my life or the life of my family. And I have such a huge problem with that. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, you know, you're, you're right. That's exactly what they're saying, that, you know, that property is more is more valuable than life is. Uh, and, and, and on the flip side of it, you know, how they... We want to we want to equalize the the pay scale and bring everybody to normal, but we're still only going to give the permits to the rich. We're only going to give it to those that have a lot of money or a lot of product. Yep, and it's it's sad because um, up until recently, I wasn't even allowed to leave the city with my firearm. Right. If I wanted to go train someplace, I could. They told me no. They said you can't leave. Um, I'm like, who are you to tell me where I can go if? You know, state B says that I can have it there. If I right. wanted to go to Pennsylvania, or I wanted to go to Texas, or I wanted to go to Jersey, they all tell me, "Fine, that that's fine. You could come here with your gun. You could train. You can use our ranges." Right. But New York City is like, "No, you're not allowed. It's got to stay here." 
So that was taken to Supreme Court, which is going to be heard in December. But New York City tried to change the law, or the rule rather, that now you are allowed to transport out of the city directly to and from a place where you're allowed to have a gun. And even still, that it's so gray <laughs> that yeah. um, I really do hope that the Supreme Court continues to hear it because they're going to change it back anyway as soon as it's Right. Unless it's a, unless a stone cold a stone cold law, it's going to get changed. Back. It's going to get changed back. And and we've so, talked about I mean, this uh, you know a couple of times on here. This is this is exactly what's going on. It's like you said, uh, the city there has said uh, you can't take it out of the city. And then uh, then there was the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association filed the suit. Uh, I believe Second Amendment Foundation was involved, and it. Uh, it's made its way to the Supreme Court, so all of a sudden your governor there uh, you know, uh, said, well, okay, listen, we have preemption. New York can't make that law. In New York, uh, they got rid of the ordinance and uh, said, now you don't have to go to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court said, um, yeah, we're going to hear it because uh, even as soon as we say no, you're just going to bring the law back. You know? Right. And so so that, that's, that's why they're going to hear it. And we, here's a couple of things. Let me, see, let me see what you've heard about this. What we've been hearing here is the ramifications for this could be huge. We know that Heller versus D.C., gave the right to own the firearm in the home. We know that McDonald versus Chicago was the, owned the right to have the firearm outside the home. And your case there has the ability to own the firearm outside the home and move it freely across yeah. jurisdictional boundaries. Now, remember, New York City, you boundary, you know, you're boundary in the state of New Jersey there, and then, then, of course, the rest of New York. But if they say, if the Supreme Court says you cannot restrict moving the firearm, a legally owned firearm, from one jurisdiction to another... Well, that's 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 the whole ball of, the whole ball of wax right there. That's right. That's everything we want. That's why they're so afraid of this because this is not just a, a New York City case. This is national ramifications of wow. You know, I could take my legally owned evil assault weapon from Florida and travel with it freely because it's legal where I happen to be. I can't. You can't tell right. me when and where I can't go with a firearm anymore. Right, and, and New York City likes to press itself as a New York State specifically, like the press itself as, you know, we have the most common sense gun laws in which <laughs> there's still no such thing. But, right. you know, we have some of the most restrictive gun laws in the, in the, in the country. And it, it, just, it completely boggles my mind because it's, it's not like New York State doesn't run the rest of the country. So what you're what they're essentially doing is they're just restricting the state. Yes. I mean, the amount of people who have gotten the amount of people who have gotten arrested flying into New York because of a layover or an unexpected layover, right. and they have firearms with them, and they're arrested for it. So it's either you take the risk and you take the chance and you bring your fire, you you ch- you claim your firearm through TSA, or now you have to leave it at TSA while you have your layover. It's they've they've made more, they've effectively made more more felons than law-abiding citizens. It's so. Yeah, you're you're exactly right. That's exactly exactly what they what what they've done. Um, I've been in that case. I've been in the uh, you know the traveling through you know uh, you know JFK or LaGuardia or something there, and uh, and you know they say oh it's a delay, and they were like well you can go reclaim your bags. I'm like no 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 I'm not falling for that. No 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 you put it back on the plane. I'll get it tomorrow. I'm not touching it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, right. Uh, Lauren, we got a break coming up. Can you stick around and, and do some more with us? Uh sure. Folks, um, go to girlsgotagun.com, or excuse me, girlsgotagun.org while we're waiting. Go to girlsgotagun.org, see more about Lauren, and stick around. We'll be back after the break.
The Caltech PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Caltech. See more at caltechweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com, and be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. Oh. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Got a question for the guys? Well, you can reach them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio live, coast to coast and around the world, with Mike and the guys in the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by SnagMag, the premier concealed magazine holster. Check them out today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal, a cell phone pistol studios. We are rejoined by special guest, Miss Lauren Hartnett. She's a firearms instructor. She is the owner of Girls Got a Gun, and I told you to go check that out. That's girlsgotagun.org during the break. And uh, she's also the New York delegate for the DC Project and a paramedic in the city of New York. Lauren, thanks for hanging on there for a few minutes with us. Yeah, no worries. Let's um let's uh, let's talk a uh, DC project for a moment. Tell us about being a, the delegate for the DC project and what we've got going on there. So the DC project is by far one of the greatest organizations I think I'm a part of. Okay. Um, I, the idea of one woman from every state joining together, going to DC every year, and actually speaking and forming relationships with our legislators, and actually having them listen to us and hear what we're saying, not just the typical constitutional responses. It's actual meaningful conversations with them. And then the relationships that we've been able to build with each other. I mean, to say that I have a female friend that I can shoot with in every state of the country was something I never thought that I would actually be able to say. Um, 
but I do. I could go. I could go to any state, and I travel a lot. But I could go to any state <laughs> and just call up somebody from DCP and say, "Hey, I'm in town. Do you, you know, you want to meet at the range, or do you want to meet up?" And some of those girls have been the greatest women in my life. And the work that we've been doing, the work that Di's done, it's it's phenomenal. I mean, she had just testified at the House Judiciary Committee, which was amazing. Last, yeah, yeah, uh, last month about the assault weapon ban, and yeah. it was. Yeah. Phenomenal. It was absolutely stunning. And just the amount of response that we had of our girls flying down there or driving into D.C. just so that they could be there to support her right. uh, was super important and just amazing to see. It really was. That is that is a that is incredible. Yeah, I didn't re- I didn't even realize it was that much in depth. I know what you guys were doing. We obviously follow it, but uh, yeah, the the one from every fifty states. We knew that, but yeah, but you guys get together you, and there's always somebody to call. That's 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 truly amazing, and that's tough because there's some states out there. Listen, you're your your state for one, and you, you go south to New Jersey, or if you go all the way over to Hawaii, where you can't bring a gun, you can't bring a gun into it. But there's still places you can go shoot because you know people that are there and uh, are are part of uh, part of the organization. That's 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 truly amazing. Right. It just continues to build and expand the community, which is exactly what we wanted. Also, we wanted to be able to build that community and take it on a nationwide platform. And that's what we've been able to do with that. Uh, we've been able to network and connect. And a lot of the women have a- have been able to expand their own personal growth within the shooting industry and the gun industry just by being part of D.C. projects. And it, it comes around full circle. It's, you know, I'll help somebody. I The amount of times I've driven to Connecticut to go help the Connecticut delegate. Right. Um, with stuff that she's got going on in her state or she comes down here or wherever. There's some, always somebody to call and thanks for time differences. <laughs> yeah, right. Almost every time of the day we have somebody to call if we need help with something or need a hand with something or just advice and events. So, I mean, next year I'll be heading out hopefully to Nebraska to go help the Nebraska delegate with oh, wow. something she's got going on out there. So yeah. it's that's what it's about. It's about building the community and then taking that community and they see how strong we are. They see how close we are as a group and as an organization. And it's very difficult to turn us away when we're like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. We have a, it's a bunch of women and from all different walks of life, all different shapes, sizes, and colors. And they, they really don't know what to do with us other than listen. (laughs) (laughs) Right, Right. Very true. Very true. No, it's very powerful. Very, very, very powerful organization when you think about it. Just, just like you said, with, with you know, listen, the one thing in common is, uh, or the two things in common are women and guns, and everything else is, is, is as far left and right as it can be. Yeah, yeah. Um, all different political groups, yeah. all different political views, and that's important because it's the Second Amendment is one separate. It's one issue in itself. Right. Regardless of anything else that's got going on, we're making this about what it means to be a gun owner and no matter what other view you have on any other political issue, this is separate. And this is something that a lot of people hold a lot more dear than any other amendment or any other constitutional right. Um, and that's what we're trying to make them realize. And I do believe this last year we had really good meetings. Right. So I think that they are starting to get it. We hope. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but, of course, we still have our difficult states. We still have our difficult legislators that are just, they don't want to hear it, but we keep going back and we keep sitting down in the offices. I did get kicked out of AOC's office. She didn't want to hear anything that we had to say, but uh, that wasn't really a surprise. (laughs) She's not listening to a lot of people that make sense anyway, so don't worry about that. What did I see? I saw today that uh, I think she was, she said uh, something along the lines of if, uh, if we throw Turkey out of the United Nations, then we won't have Thanksgiving. You know, I think that's, that's something she said. So 
Uh, that's, I, I, that's, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> it's obviously, obviously a little joke, folks. But that's her kind of that's her kind of thing. Um, uh, Lauren, we got we got about uh, about four or five minutes left. I want to ask you. I want to ask you about the the recent ghost gun legislation and how ridiculous that is. But that'll take about thirty seconds. But just to show people understand why these are becoming more popular, tell me quickly about the process to get a firearm and get a firearm permit and get a concealed permit in the city of New York. So in order to get a permit, a premise permit, which is what they issued to the civilians, they did just move everything online now. So you can go online, fill out the application, print out the paperwork that's got to get notarized. Um, and then you scan everything and submit it in. You wait about six months for them to email you back and say, okay, you can come in for your interview now. Um, and it's also $340 plus a fingerprinting fee. And that's just for handgun. Long gun is the same process, but it's $140 because you also need a long gun permit in New York in New York City, not the rest of New York State, though. Right. Wow. So New York City does require you to have a permit for both. And it's a very long, tedious process, which is why I think a lot of people think that they can't do it. Right. So I've actually started helping people free of charge. And there are companies and consulting firms out there that do it for, for a fee. Yes. But... I, I don't, I can't, I can't. The goodness of my heart, yeah. I'm just like, you're paying $500 for this anyway. I'm not going to charge you another 200 But the paperwork's confusing, and now everything's online. A lot of people don't know how to do it. Right. So after that, you got to go back up there. Then you go back up there to get re-fingerprinted, and then they issue your permit and a voucher. They give you 30 days to buy a gun. If you don't buy a gun within those 30 days, then your, your permit's void. And now you have to go through the whole process all over again. So wow. they basically force you to buy a gun, which you can't shoot beforehand. You can't try to shoot beforehand. You can't learn beforehand because you can't shoot somebody else's gun in New York, and right. you can't touch a gun in New York without a permit. So they they do make it very difficult, and they make it so that you just don't want to do it. Right, which is why we see a lot more of the ghost gun showing up there. And folks, listen, you know what a ghost gun is. You're, you're, it's perfectly legal in most you know, civilized places in the in the United States to buy and make yourself or manuf- you buy an 80% kit or you can start from scratch a 0% block of plastic or steel or aluminum and build yourself your own firearm. You're allowed to make your own firearm. You don't have to put a serial number on it. We recommend you put a serial number on it just way in case it ever gets stolen. There's markings and identification so you can get your stuff back. But it's legal to have these. But evidently in New York, it's the end of the world if you get caught with a ghost gun now. Right. Um, and And it's Again, it's just it falls back to law-abiding citizens aren't the ones that are creating, right? Aren't the ones that are committing these crimes? They're not the ones that are doing these erroneous mass shootings. That's not what we're doing. Right? We're do, we're either com, we're competing, we're self-defense, we're hunting, we're whatever we choose to do. If I want to buy a gun just for it to stay in my house, stay in a box, and never open it, I I should be allowed to do that. Right. Right. There. I am allowed to do that, but not in New York. <laughs> right, right, yeah, which is, which is it's, it's just crazy. It's just ridiculous, and I've seen some of the legislators say these exact same things. Well, they, these ghost guns are out there, and they're not traceable. They're, these, we're not worried about these people. The bad guy is not going online and ordering an 80% kit and taking it back to the house and, and, and custom putting you know, uh, you know, some paint on it and making it look real nice so he could have it when he goes shoot. No, when a bad guy wants a gun, they're going to go steal one. They're going to go break the law to get a gun. They're breaking the law. Right. It's, and it's it, horrible. That that's just what it's just not what they understand. I mean, I'll be it, it's easier to just go into some parts of New York City and just go buy one out of the trunk of somebody else's car. Yeah. If they're going to commit a crime, they're not going to go through the effort and and the the tediousness that it takes to actually build one of these guns. Yeah, yeah, absolutely not. Not going to do it. Absolutely not. 
Um, Lauren, I appreciate you coming on the program. It's been a real treat. Uh, um, it's 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 girlsgotagun.org. It's girls with an S, girlsgotagun.org. How else can people follow you and, and stay in touch? Facebook. I'm on Facebook all the time. <laughs> there you so, go. Facebook under Lauren Hartnett or Girls Got a Gun. Um, and that's really where everybody can reach me. <laughs> there, there you go. Lauren, thank you for joining us. It's been a pleasure having you on the program, and I hope we get you back on soon. Definitely. Thank you for having me. Folks, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Studios. Until we see you next hour, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Kel-Tec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind mail with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal, a cell phone pistol studios. My name is Mike. I'm the host of the program. I'm uh, going to be joining you or be with you uh, for the next hour or so, maybe, uh, well, I guess that's probably about uh, 52, 53 minutes is what it's what it's more likely going to be. Hey, uh, we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. And by we, I mean I'm not doing it by myself because normally sitting here over on my right would be my right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson Please welcome, of Daniel Boone, please welcome back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate, approve memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. 
Yeah, he's still out to, you know, driving the old big rig full of supplies. Let's just say that. And you know how Kevin likes to uh, likes to prep. So every once in a while, he's got to send Earl out on a mission to get a big rig full of supplies. From what I understand, though, it was um, this time Earl was uh, they may he had to run out to Texarkana, and uh, Kevin Kevin uh, was was a uh, was out in front in his uh, in his Trans Am, and uh, they they were trying to get themselves a load of uh, uh, what's that, of Coors beer. They were bringing it back. Uh, Earl had his dog with him and everything, and uh, and Kevin met evidently met a young lady who was. Uh, Running from the, the running from the police, uh, he, she was about to get married and decided she didn't want to be part of it. Yeah, her name her name is Sally. Uh, you know, so uh, it's it's quite an adventure. I can't wait to hear from them when they uh, when they finally get back. So uh, maybe Earl will call back in and he can give us some more more information. Uh, but uh, yeah, so that's that's working for them. He said something about maybe running up to Boston and getting some clam chowder. I don't know. I don't know if that means he's going to make the show or not. So we'll we'll see how it works out. Uh, hey, normally sitting on the left, it would be the uh, the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, maximum effort. Attorney Kevin Maxwell. And uh, and he is he is not with us. He's like I said, he's out he's out riding the uh, riding the Trans Am in front of Earl's big rig trying to clear the path for him, make sure there's no smokies on their tail. So, you know, they they're trying to trying to get back here with a the good news is uh, it's gonna be enough cores for everybody. <laughs> you know, so we we'll have as much as we want. We'll have as much as we want, so uh, hey, there's a, there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, I don't know if you happen to see a uh, uh, you see you saw a story out of uh, New Jersey here recently. There was ah uh, oh boy, you know what? You know what? Let me see if I can do this. You you know where we got our good friend um, uh, Alexander Rubian, who's the president of the uh, New Jersey Second Amendment Society. Let me hold that story until we can get a hold of him. Let's see if I can't get him on the program uh, to, uh, to to join us. But uh, until he gets back, only we got like five minutes until we can get uh, see if we can get Alexander on the phone. Let me dial him here. I'm texting him, seeing if we got him. Dear Alexander, please come on the radio. Okay, boom. Let me see how long that takes. Oh, yep, he's on the line. Perfect, just like that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the program, Mr. A- Alexander Rubian, the president of the New Jersey Second Amendment Society. Alexander, welcome back to the program. Thanks for having me back on. Hey, uh, that's right. It's president, right? Because I think I messed that up last time when you changed it and didn't tell me. <laughs> yeah, president is correct. President, president is correct. Okay, um, I, I caught some news here within the past day or two. You have a, uh, you have a uh, somebody with the uh, with the, the Moms Demand Attention Group up there decided that it was okay for them to violate the law. Oh, absolutely. Uh, for those of you who don't know, we um, uh, videotaped and documented an individual named Scott P- uh, Papalardo, who is a self-proclaimed firearm expert and instructor for Moms Demand Action. And he traveled from New York State to New Jersey possessing so-called, you know, quote-unquote high-capacity magazines, which you and I know as standard-capacity magazines, (laughs) 30-rounders, unserialized lower receivers, ghost gun accessories and parts and tools to manufacture firearms at home, all of which are extremely prohibited in New Jersey. And to make matters even worse and funnier, the same organization that was responsible for passing the laws are the first people to go and break it by bringing those accessories and those illegal um, items to our state. That's just that's just hilarious. I mean, I mean, that, that really is the, the, the irony of, of, of the hilarity there is, um, hey, we made the, we created this law. You cannot have these items. And to prove you, you can't have these items. We're going to bring these items and show you what items you can't have. Exactly. <laughs> and, the, and the funny part is, you see the state director actually commending our governor signing and or the legislature to passing these bills, the governor passing these bills. 
and signing these bills into law, uh, yet they're the ones actually out there violating them because clearly they think that they're the ones that are the firearms experts and they're the responsible ones. To make matters even worse, I was just blown away when I found out that this individual brought 50 BMG live, 50 BMG ammunition. Wow. Um, you know, a bunch of other rounds to demonstrate the different sizes and what type of calibers are available to the mass market today. And he was in a public library that was not surrounded by one gun, uh, one gun-free school zone, not two, not three, but there was four gun-free school zones that that library sat between. Now, and you and I know, as responsible, uh, trained firearms owner, yeah. you never bring live firearm, uh, live ammunition like that to a classroom environment unless you're in the live fire exercise right, yeah. in the gun range. Right, yeah, so the folks, what Alexander's talking about, like if you're, if you're teaching the basic portion of a class, you're teaching the, the get-to-know-you portion, the, you know, firearm safety, uh, you've got the, the dummy gun perhaps there, most of it's done with, uh, you know, slides and presentation on the wall or, or talk, you exactly. never have the ammunition in the gun just floating around the classroom. You never do that. It's, 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 exactly. it's strictly verboten, you know? So the, the, the question here, uh, I counted the... Um, uh, I counted four or five magazines in the photos. I also have video that was sent to me um, demonstrating the magazine, showing the, all the other accessories this individual brought that was committing multiple felonies. So in New Jersey, they wanted to have such a strict law that they didn't make it just a felony if you, collect, if you possess just, you know, standard capacity magazines. They made it per item. Right. So for every magazine that you possess in New Jersey, it's eight mandatory, 18 months in prison and a $10,000 fine. Wow. And this individual had four of them. So um, on top of the, ghost, you know, so, quote-unquote ghost gun manufacturing stuff, unserialized lower receivers and so forth, I mean, he's looking at probably well over 15 years in prison. Let me, we, we did, I'm sorry? Let me ask you this. Uh, it, it's New Jersey. Uh, it's, it's, it's uh, you know, what's good for thee is not good for though. But uh, let, let me ask you, what's the odds that they're going to do anything, the, the, the attorney's or state attorney's office, your district attorney, or police are going to do anything to this guy? Well, we've already alerted them. They've done nothing so far. Of course, <laughs> it's only been a week. Right. So let's say they're doing their so-called investigation. As we've exposed through our other under, undercover investigations, Whenever we've captured government agents, law enforcement breaking the law, not abiding by Second Amendment standards in New Jersey, by regulation, administrative code, or the law, they sweep it under the rug. Yep. They act like it doesn't happen. And the prosecutors, the police departments, they don't investigate it and so forth. So we'll find out what the attorney general, who's on record, making it so clear that if you possess a standard capacity magazine, 11 round or plus, anything above that, you are going to go to jail on top of the governor, as well as the own mom demand action organization that, and their members that are out there surrounding the governor and supporting these things. So let's see what they do here. I'm not going to let this go because I think that these people should definitely be held to the same standard that you and I would be if you and I were breaking the law. Absolutely. Alexander, thanks for jumping in with us, folks. It's nj2as.org, nj2as.org. Make sure you get on there, make your donation, join up, because Alexander's not doing this stuff for free. It costs money. Thanks, Alexander, and stick around, folks. We'll be back after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. 
Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them it's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call. 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you're going to love Boundary Oak Distillery. Check them out today at BoundaryOakDistillery.com.
Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal a Cell Phone Pistol Studios. I want to thank uh, last guest, sudden guest, just uh, we we're happy to get him quickly on the radio, Mr. Alexander Rubian. He's the president of the New Jersey Second Amendment Society. That story him and I were talking about, what a unique story. You got these, uh, you got this butt clown, this, this no-talent butt clown who decides to come to town with the, with the Moms Demand Attention Group to show you what's illegal. And what do they do? They bring the products that are illegal to show you that they're illegal. Uh, this is not a law enforcement agency doing a demonstration. This is not the government showing you. So there's so there's an absolute clarification of, of what not to have. This is just some butt clown with with other butt clowns deciding to to bring uh, to bring uh, bad things in. It's this is like going to school and telling your kids don't do drugs, and you show them how to do drugs so they know how not to do drugs. This is what happened. So let's see, let's see, because this is New Jersey. This is uh, this is the land where. Uh, you know, uh, grifters and palm, palm uh, handshakes full of, you know, uh, palmed money, uh, you know, happen up there in the government. So let's see what goes on. We'll stick with Alexander and find out what's going on. Again, you can follow that story again at nj2as.org. That's nj2as.org. Hey, I'm looking through the, uh, the Facebook. I told you guys to reach out to me here on the Facebook, and I'm looking through the messages and everything that we've got here. And, uh, well, first off, thanks. Thanks for the memes. Uh, you know, I love, we love funny memes here on the program, and we post them up on the website all the time or excuse me, on the Facebook page all the time. Um, some of these we can actually post. <laughs> the, other, the others are, um, no, we like to, we like to give, uh, although, you know, maybe controversial Second Amendment issues, we like things that are safe for work. And, um, yeah, some of these <laughs> are definitely not safe for work. Let's see what else we've got going on here. A lot of, a lot of hey, Mike, hang in there. Sounds great. Uh, and and for Mark Walters, it's a it's a barbecue recipe he sent me. I don't I don't know what he's doing, but that's what he sent me right now. So he's sitting there listening to listening to us and decided that I needed a grilling while armed recipe. That's uh, from his uh, new book. Well, that's probably what it is. You want me to plug his new book? And I oh, roadkill. Yeah, just yeah roadkill. It's not roadkill. He actually got some really good recipes, and I like the way that they do it. They um, uh, it's 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 him and a, and a friend of his. They they plug um. You know, we're making ribs, and we find that ribs go with a uh, six-inch revolver on your hip. You know, it's, they match up. It's like matching wines with different foods. They, they match uh, different barbecues. You know, if it, well, we're going to have hamburgers today. That's more of an American. Hamburgers and hot dogs is more of a, that's more of a 1911. That's, that's more of, you know, wholesome America, and, and, you know, that's what you want to have on there. So it's kind of good. So check out, uh, check out our friends there at uh, Armed American Radio. You can get some good stuff. Um, hey, let me jump back to this main story. You know, we've been trying to get there for uh, for about an hour, hour and a half now. Leaders of the Maine legislature voted against allowing seven gun-related bills to be introduced in the next legislative session. Uh, I've been up to Maine a couple of times here in the past couple of years. Got some family to go up there. Um, listen, if you want to, like the world's best dollar lobster, get up there. Get a, Just go north of Portland, right up A1A, US1. And I'm telling you, there's literally guys sitting on the sides of, uh, of bridges. You know, these are like low-level flat bridges with the, uh, with the inlets coming in below them, the tide from the ocean coming in. And uh, they've, they've got like a rope tied to the side of the bridge. And, uh, and, and when you, sit, you say, here, I want, a, I want a lobster roll, it's, and it's $3, the guy's got a little pot boiling right next to him, pulls the rope up, which has got a little lobster trap in it. There's a fresh lobster in there that he's just caught, pops it in the pot, Five minutes later, he's cracking over the open this lobster. He's got some melted butter there and puts it on a, a hot dog bun, and bam, you've got. I mean, unless you were eating it, you know, live underwater, you're not getting fresh, fresher lobster than these guys are doing it. You could have a, you know, lobster bisque, lobster, you know, like 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 the Forrest Gump gimmick with the, uh, you know, shrimp gumbo, shrimp grits. You can you can have lobster like that there, uh, up along the coast, um, in in Maine. Now, one thing I did notice was. 
Maine is a, Maine's a weird cross section. Maine uh, and folks, if you're in Maine, if you're listening, got listeners in Maine, feel free to correct me here. You know, the guys that would normally be sitting in the room would. Uh, I I saw Maine as being um, kind of like uh, where a lot of the uh, uh, environmentalist, uh, um, you know, almost like a like a tree hugger, hippie kind of person from back in the day. But that also told the government to leave them alone, and they want to use their firearms. So it was this weird mix of, um, I like my individual freedoms. I, I, I like what the government, uh, uh, you know, the, the freedom of to, for me to do whatever I want, but I also don't want the government to bother me at all and get away from me and my firearms. And you can see a lot of, a lot of open carry going on up there and, and, and as you get further north of, of Portland. So it was really... Really unique experience. I just didn't imagine that. I'd never been up there, uh, you know, before since, uh, except, you know, as a young lad, as a, as a taught. Uh, gun control advocates were critical of leadership votes, some of which broke along party lines. Every other day, a person in Maine dies from a gunshot. Gunshot. Meanwhile, a small group of legislators blocked gun safety legislation from even being discussed in 2002. This is what one of the volunteers from the Maine chapter of the Moms Demand Attention for Gun Sense in America said in a prepared statement. First off, I'm going to give you her name. It's Nicole with an N-A-C-O-L-E. Nicole Palmer, that's an absolute bold-faced lie. She's attempting to, uh, to have you believe that, uh, that uh, one person a day uh, being killed from a violent gunshot there uh, in Maine. Uh, even if you included, even if you included uh, accidentals, suicides, uh, and everything else in the state of Maine, it's an absolute bold-faced lie. So just, just she's, a, she's lying to you. And this is what they're going to do. They're going to lie to you and say it's real. And they're going to give you sites like, well, according to Mother Jones, this is said. You know, according, you know, you know, they're going to quote those. According to you know, crazy moms demand demand attention. You know, this is what you're going to get. Well, the Bloomberg Foundation or the Gifford Giffords Foundation. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're all all crap, all crap. About eighty eight percent of all firearms related deaths in Maine are suicides, according to data from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Folks, we've talked to you about this before. I've dealt with a lot being in in the from the law enforcement world, being in the in the military world. We all know about the the twenty two a day, uh, you know, that we're trying to stop from committing suicides. Veterans or active duty soldiers. Uh, it's the same kind of numbers reflect, reflected in, in law enforcement as well. Um, we've we've seen the. You know, hopefully, it's slowed down. I'm not trying to jinx it. Uh, New York City NYPD. We had the the you know we had the what eight over the past couple of weeks uh, for for suicides up there. Um, it's it's a horrible thing uh, to deal with suicide, but I'm telling you, the gun doesn't make the person commit suicide. Uh, if the person is going to commit suicide, they're going to find a way to commit suicide. Uh, the gun just happens to be a method. I'll tell you right now, 100%, that it's never happened where somebody has said, wow, I'm going to kill myself, but I I don't have a gun, so I'm just not going to. I'm fine. I'm fine with I'm fine, okay. You know, I don't have a gun to kill myself? Oh, it's okay. It's okay. It's not the gun that causes the, the suicide. Uh, we know of the mental health issues. We know that's it. If somebody has got it and they've made that decision and they're going to, they're going to uh, attempt or try to commit suicide, um, not having a gun is not going to stop them. Okay, so let's, let's, let's throw out what uh, Nicole Palmer, uh, you know, nut job Nicole Palmer from Moms Demand Attention has said about that. Uh, legislative, a 10-member Legislative Council reviewed 399 proposed bills on Wednesday and voted to exclude all but 133 of them, including the gun-related measures, measures from the session that began in January. The council, which comprises the minority and majority leadership, both House and Senate, as well as the Speaker of the House and the Senate President, includes six Democrats and four Republicans. You catch that? 
six Democrats, four Republicans. Republican leaders complained that Democrats had approved only one Republican proposal for every 17 Democratic bills among the measures that were allowed to go forward for 2020. But when they got down to firearms, again, uh, this is this is what I'm talking about. Where this is this is that weird mix. This is almost like you would see in the Deep South. I might be a Deep South Democrat, but you're still not taking my gun from me. This is what you've got playing up there now, playing out in Maine. People standing up and saying, "No, no, no, we're not doing this." Uh, some of the ones that were rejected: a bill that would uh, would have banned the distribution of assault weapons without proper authority. First off, do we have to go into the assault weapon issue right now? Uh, Another one that was rejected was to improve school safety and create penalties for unsafe gun storage. Everybody is for improving school safety. Unfortunately, many people believe the way to improve school safety is to take all the guns out of school. Let me ask you this. If I want to improve fire safety in my school, do I take out fireproof walls, fire-resistant doors? Do I take out the fire hydrants? Do I take away the fire hoses? Do I get rid of the fire extinguishers? And I just keep the firemen down the street six to eight minutes away. Is that how you want me to secure your school from fire? Then why would it be the same way for firearms? Okay, you want somebody in there that can defend and, and, and stop the threat immediately, just like you can with uh, a fire. Other bills that rejected sought to redefine machine guns and ban assault-style weapons outright. Again, crackpots. Uh, also rejected was a Republican proposal that would allow retired law enforcement officers who are cleared by the federal government to carry concealed firearms on, on school grounds. Like we just said, Let's put a good guy with a gun in there. I'm not talking about just some volunteer. We're talking certified, former, retired, whatever cops. And uh, and no. No. They said no. Couldn't do it. Uh, folks, stick around. we got uh, more program. When we get back, we should have a uh, major bill and a little Florida man news. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family-owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Staff Sergeant Keith R. Bishop died October 26, 2009, 
serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. Bishop, 28, of Medford, New York, was assigned to the 3rd Battalion, 7th Special Forces Group Airborne, Fort Bragg, North Carolina. He died of wounds suffered when the MH-47 helicopter he was aboard crashed in Dari Boom, Baghdis Province, Afghanistan. In total, 10 were killed in the crash. Also killed was Sergeant First Class David Metzger, 32, of San Diego, California, 3rd Battalion of the 7th Special Forces Group. Five soldiers of the 160th SOAR at Hunter Army Airfield died, including Chief Warrant Officer Michael P. Montgomery, 36, of Savannah, Georgia. Chief Warrant Officer Niall Lyons, 40, of Spokane, Washington. Staff Sergeant Sean H. McNabb, 24, of Terrell, Texas. Sergeant Jose E. Hernandez Chavez, 23, of Reno, Nevada. Sergeant Nicholas A. Mueller, 26, of Little Chute, Wisconsin. Also killed in the crash were three unidentified agents from the Drug Enforcement Administration. Gentlemen, you are not forgotten. If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960 and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is. Thank you, Kevin. Folks, uh, if you want to hear uh, someone you know or just somebody you read about in the newspaper, saw in the movies on the Fallen Hero segment of the program, Go to the Facebook page, that's uh, armsroom.com, excuse me, facebook.com slash armsroomradio, or go to armsroomradio.com and get a hold of us there, and we'd, uh, we'd be honored to do it. Hey, on the line with us, we have the uh, Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Please welcome back to the program, Major Bill. Ground control to Major Bill. Hey, how's it going today? Ground control. You know, not too bad, not too shabby. I think so. Uh, I think uh, we're doing all right here. Um, it's currently me in the studio. I uh, we went from uh, you know you sitting in the big chair having the boys with you, and uh, both of them got uh, got called away. I don't know if you heard what the story is. I think um, I think the two of them have made a made a run. Kevin's in his Trans Am, and Earl's in the truck, and they're they're on the way back from uh, Texarkana with a load of Coors beer. So, well, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> uh, you know, wouldn't be the first time. No, no, no. Uh, so you know. At least, uh, you know, hopefully Earl's not holding a uh, loading, uh, or hauling a load of manure. No, no, yeah, well, yeah, no, definitely not, definitely not. Yeah, that's it. I think it's uh, Coors Light, or excuse me, Coors, and then there, then they might be going to Boston to get themselves some clam chowder. The only question is, does that make you and my, you and me big Enos and little Enos? That's that's. that's oh a, <laughs> well, you know, anybody would go to a, have a trailer like that would go to a funeral wearing feathers. So. <laughs> Exactly, exactly right. Uh, so, uh, first off, uh, thank you for sitting in the big chair last week. Uh, it was it was a it was quite a, a pleasure to listen to the program uh, while uh, while uh, you know uh, delayed and away. So, uh, uh, luckily, you were available. So, thank you for that. I think the show went off perfect. No, not a problem. It was uh, it was a fun time. We had we had a great time, especially you know. Uh, then we learned afterwards how you were trying to sabotage us. But you know, I think we uh, we kind of turned the, the tables on that uh, and actually tried to you know make it into the, the, the radio show that you wanted to be. You know, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't a sabotage. I'll tell you what, uh, what it was. was um, all, of all the callers, you know, our frequent callers that we have into the program, um, I got with them and said, listen, uh, Bill's going to be sitting in a big chair. Major Bill's going to be sitting in a big chair. 
Earl and Kevin will be there with them. Would it be great if uh, you just called in and said, uh, um, listen, we just want everyone to we want you to know that uh, that we're all counting on you and, uh, you know, and the best of luck to you all. Like Leslie Nielsen did in, uh, in Airplane. Um, <laughs> yes. So, yes. so the plan was right, the, the plan was for four or five different callers to call in and tell you just that. But you guys did so well to ask them questions pertinent about the Second Amendment that they just went with it. And I was I was like, well, OK, that's 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 informative. It's not as funny as I intended. But you know what? That's like you said, that's the goal of the show is to is to inform. So I thought it worked uh, it was, out perfect. It was, yes, but it was certainly a surprise because every time, uh, you know, we we'd go to a break, you know, Tom would go, hey, we have so and so calling. And we're like, what what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yep. But yeah. it, was, it was a good time. Good, good, good stuff, good stuff. So you have a story for us this week. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going to jump back uh, and take over the Florida man spot. <laughs> and uh, the, the, the title of the story got to me. It says, Florida man arrested for having sex with stuffed Olaf doll. Okay. Now, that in and itself is disturbing, but what I found surprising out of that, that statement was that it wasn't at a Walmart. It was oh. at a Target. Oh, well, so you know, what? Yeah, that's a loop. Throw you for a loop. Target. Yeah, well, you know, jump on the old uh, the old uh, Google Maps here, Google Earth, and let's go over to uh, St. Petersburg, Florida. Just uh, uh, hop, skip, and jump away from uh, from us. Yeah, from the studios uh, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, listen, you're never more than sixty five miles away from a beach anywhere in the state of Florida. Exactly so. right. Exactly uh, right. So, a Florida man was arrested for having sex uh, when he walked into a Target store. Went to the uh, toy section and grabbed a large stuffed Olaf mm-hmm. from the movie Frozen and began, and I'm quoting the paper here, began to dry hump the toy. Now, Alrighty. Alrighty. Yeah, Cody Meter uh, was observed by, uh, by several people, and they, they called the police. Uh, and when they got there, they said that Meter had a... Uh, no, don't say it. It's his act. Okay, there you go. There you go. Read his act. All right. Okay. Uh, and then put the Olaf doll back on the shelf. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of creepy. Yeah. Yeah. It is. So yeah. He, he was taken into custody right. uh, and charged with uh, you know criminal mischief, you know, right. which is the destruction of property. Right. And all he had to say was that, uh, yeah, I was doing stupid stuff. Uh, uh, so okay. Yeah, that that is kind of stupid. Now the Olaf, and I guess there was a unicorn, except unicorn next to it, right? Uh, right. Just because you know cross contamination, the store said that they took both and that they were destroyed. So, you know. Uh, okay. Be out there, uh, <laughs> but you know, again, Florida man, you know that never never ceases to. You know what it probably was? It was so hot down here, right? And he was probably just looking for a little relief. Yeah, yeah. You know, you listen. You get uh, you start getting the old heat rash there, and you're looking for something soft to, uh, you know, to rub against uh, to you know to to relieve some of the discomfort. And uh, none of that's probably likely. <laughs> He's just guy's, <laughs> this guy's just a pervert. <laughs> just we're, a pervert. We're, we're reaching. We're reaching. But you know, <laughs> hey, look. You know, it, it, it is what it is. We're we're trying to do that. But uh, you know, it, I, I Florida man never ceases to amaze me. That this segment has kind of warped into that because there is no lack of information much like the second amendment yeah, uh, yeah discuss, right. uh, about florida man there there was a there was another story a story this week about uh and you know it was, it's 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 again it's florida man story but it's in fact let me give you the, the headline it was um uh 
Florida fisherman lost at sea for 14 days, claims he was sexually assaulted by mermaids. Now, if, if that had not said Florida fisherman, if it just said fisherman, I'd have been like, well, that's, a, that's, a, that's it's crap. It's not real. But because it said Florida fisherman, I was like, well, I have to, now I have to research this. I have to figure yeah, out if this, yeah. is re- if this is real. This might be real because it involves Florida man. <laughs> now, right. It's Florida and, fisherman, but, you know. <laughs> but it's, it's a Florida man nonetheless. Yeah. Now, looking into it a little bit more, I, I think it was just another part of the country being jealous of Florida <laughs> yeah. man yep. and wanted to, you know, get in on the action. So I uh, yeah. don't think there was any real truth to that, but the fact that, you know, other areas of the country have to reach out and specifically say Florida man yeah. uh, so that they can garner some attention. That's 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 probably exactly what it was. How how can how can we get in on some of Florida man's popularity here? So that's <laughs> that's that's craziness. Oh, sir. All right. Uh, well, listen, uh, I appreciate again, once again, I appreciate uh, everything that you did uh, there uh, last week uh, coming up here, sitting in the big chair, uh, you know, uh, uh, watching the boys, you know, keeping making sure that they uh, that they, uh, you know, they they behaved well. Although they're both not here this week, so I'm a little curious what you did to them after the show that made them afraid to come well, back. You know, you know, it just it's you know it's all it's all about control. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the two of them are uh, still handcuffed to a, a big oak tree somewhere. <laughs> just with well, the... it, it took a little while for Kevin. He's you know he's he's all squirrely. <laughs> yeah, he he can be. It's all the grease he wears on his body, which is weird. He, he gets <laughs> wakes up in the morning and Vaseline's up. So. Uh, thank you again, sir, and please stay safe. Absolutely. All my brothers and sisters in blue, remember, wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, check your sick, and always go home at the end of your shift. You're Mr. Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. And Mike will see you right after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. 
If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The following segment is brought to you by Snag Mag. Snag Mag is the premier concealment holster for your magazine. Check them out today at snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal, a cell phone, a pistol studios. My name is Micah. This is the last segment of the of the program. It just happened so fast. Uh, you know, we got a couple of callers. We'll thank them before we get to the end of the show. But uh, we do have one on the line with us right now. So let's bring in uh, let's bring in the great 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 grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Hey, how are you doing, sir? How was how was the trip? How is our Coors Light doing? Uh, I'm tired. I pedaled as fast as I can. <laughs> I, I think maybe I coasted too much. There you go. That's a big downhill, though. There from uh, from uh, North Florida to South Florida, Mid Florida is about ten feet. So I get it. Uh, I get I, it. Yeah, I went all the way up to Georgia, so it was probably fifteen twenty feet different. That's true. That's true. Uh, so uh, so I'm guessing uh, unless you're pulling the big rig into the parking lot right now, you may not make today's show. No, I've already parked the big rig and I'm pedaling my 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 vehicle. But yeah, uh, I'm not gonna make it. This is the closest I can do. Well, that's all right. I'll still see you afterwards for the uh, for the show debrief, I guess. Though, so we'll we'll we'll, we'll figure that out. You know. <laughs> um, oh yeah. Um, let me ask you this: If you got a few minutes, um, did you happen sure. to did you happen to catch the um, um, this week here in 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 Florida? We have a uh, former sheriff or suspended sheriff. Scott Israel from Broward County. Now, folks, I know you remember this. He's the uh, he's the guy that provided amazing leadership to the agency down in Broward County. That uh, so many failures upon failure led to the shooting deaths of a. Uh, 17 students and faculty members down at uh, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, and another 17 uh, 17 injured. Uh, he went to the uh, he he went to uh, his, his his trial, I guess, in the Senate today or this past week, and they told him, uh, "Nope, you ain't getting your job back. You're done. You're done." So he's now he's now officially the former sheriff of Broward County. And uh, you know, Earl, I'm I'm curious. You know, as a you're you're a, you're a parent. You've had uh, you've had you know kids in, in high schools here in in Florida. Um, how you feel about uh, the the governor coming in and telling a sheriff, "Listen, um, you're done. You 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 your failures allowed kids to to be killed." Oh, amazing leadership! Amazing leadership! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just ask him. Yep. Yeah, that's it's, that's no. it's truly ridiculous to see him say that on TV too. No, no, I have no problem with that. With the type of record that that it's been found out what he was doing. Yeah. Uh, and not only was it for his mishandling of the of the shooting at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High, it was also the uh, the shooting at the uh, at the airport. airport. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly you know, right. He was involved in that as well. Yep. Yeah. And now the investigation after initially the the uh, governor uh, relieving him of duty, it's been found out that the the system that he was running to make sure he had the federal money continuing to come in when he had to reduce uh, juvenile crime rates, his answer was don't arrest juveniles. 
Yeah. That that doesn't make sense to me at all. You know, okay, we've got to we've got to post good numbers, so I'm not going to do my job. Yeah, it just fostered the environment that uh, you know that the, the the shooter down there was able to get away and and, and not. And not be punished for any of the prior acts that he had, because, like you said, under the Obama program, and, and the sheriff there decided, uh, listen, if I, I can get more federal money, if I could show that um, we're we're making a difference uh, in educating kids and and arresting fewer because fewer need to go to jail because we're educating them. But all Scott Scott uh, Israel did was, uh, you know what? We're just not going to arrest them. Forget the education part; that costs money. Yeah, yeah, it's just complete. Oh, I, I just, I don't even know how to say that. I mean, you know, here's the, the, the most trusted law enforcement officer of the land, the county yep. sheriff, yep. and it's found out he's simply not. Yeah, he was cooking the books. After, yeah, he was cooking yeah. the books is what he was doing. And, and he's got the gall to say publicly now, well, I'll just run, a, run again for election next year. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You listen, and uh, it's it's. I would say that there's not a chance, there's not a chance that he could get reelected. Um, however, it's Broward County, so you yeah, know it. Yeah. It doesn't matter how you vote in Broward County. It, it it depends on what the supervisor of elections says you voted in Broward County. You know, we we know that yeah. we know that to be a fact as well. I'm curious. Let's say oh, yeah. let's say some somehow he he gets uh, he gets reelected down there, and he gets into office and the supervisor of election, you know, all of a sudden they got found votes, lost votes, votes in the trunks of cars again, all of that nonsense. Does the sheriff come back and say, no, your past is still the past and you're not coming back? Does he, does he suspend them all over again? Sounds good to me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I agree. I agree. You know, you know your amazing leadership no didn't change. Yeah. You know, the, 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 I would look at it as the governor is looking out for the good of the people. Yeah. You know, he... You know, you made a mistake. This is a, a completely inept law enforcement officer. You made a mistake of putting him back in office. You know, I, I'm in charge of the state. I don't feel he is worth worthy of the the responsibility of maintaining the safety and protection of a vast uh, population, majority of the state. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you completely on this one. Yeah, that's, I think we eye to eye on most of this. Let me uh, let me move off this. It's kind of related. You know, this this was uh, the school down there was that was a gun free zone. Uh, and and again, uh, we know that uh, whatever happened with uh, with Deputy Peterson going in there, uh, you, you know, or not going in there. You know, again, I, I think we've talked about it. Uh, you know, my belief was he was he's been he was an officer for twenty six years. He did exactly what he was instructed to do for twenty three of those twenty six years. Uh, and, and whether or not he knew what was going on inside, but did he take time to get there? All, all up, up in the air. Let's get away from that. This is a gun-free zone. Uh, and, uh, I think we said it was 129 faculty and students and, and, and teachers there. Excuse me, uh, faculty and, uh, uh, and employees, adult employees there. Uh, if, if, what is it, it's 10% in Florida, 11% in Florida have concealed firearms permit. If these people had been allowed to carry their firearms inside that school, I believe the shooting would have been over with you know the one or two shots. Then boom, bad guy would have uh, been taken down by a good guy with a gun. The state of West oh. Virginia right now is looking at creating. Uh, uh, you know, listen. If you want to have gun-free zones, if you a uh, city, municipality, you private enterprise, 
you know, college, uh, you know, uh, arena, you know, for football, uh, um, movie theater. You want to have no no gun zones or gun free zones? That's fine. It says you've taken away the person's ability to protect themselves. Then it's incumbent on you to protect them. So they're coming up with the statute. They're coming up with a proposal now that says you either have to, if you it's a gun free zone, you have to provide protection or be held liable if anything happens. If that had been done here and in, in, in any school in the state of Florida, we wouldn't see these shootings. We wouldn't see 90% of the mass shootings because guess what? 90% of them occur in gun-free zones. What are your thoughts? Oh, I agree. I mean, it, it, what is, it, it's a cliche saying, but it's true. The, the length of time of a mass shooting is determined by the arrival of another gun. And so that means that, that mass shooting, potential mass shooting, would be over potentially before it started yeah. if one of the targets is, is armed. You know, if, if, if you know, somebody, somebody starts shooting in a crowd and I happen to be standing right next to the mass shooter, I, I haven't timed myself like Kevin. I don't know what my, my draw speed is, but I'm sure it's under five seconds. It's and definitely so that, not you know, it's, six it's to eight minutes. Yeah, it yeah, it's definitely not yeah. six to eight minutes, right? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. It's I, a, I know I can put to shame the response time of any you know the best law enforcement out there. My draw stroke may be slow, but I know I'm going to beat that by a mile. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right, absolutely right. It's 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 amazing that uh, you know the, we we hear the argument. Well, you know, we, we even where placed people are allowed to be armed. Uh, you know, there's no proof that it prevents mass shootings. Well, 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 well guess guess what? Um, it, you know what? We don't we don't know that. We don't we don't know that it prevents mass shootings because the guy shoots the guy. The, the good guy with the gun shoots it. So, Earl, uh, thank you so much for joining us. And folks, until uh, next week, uh, you know, exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. 2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo.